Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. As we start gearing up for our annual MSEC National Training Seminar, which is going to take place this summer, July 23rd through 25th in Washington, D.C., I want to highlight one of our distinguished lecturers from last year's conference who presented on helping children during the toughest times. His name is Dr. David Schoenfeld, who talked about grief support for military-connected children and, and offered practical suggestions along with free resources. And he's going to talk about some of them in our podcast today. Also, today is Memorial Day, or also known as Decoration Day. It's a federal holiday here in the United States for remembering and honoring people who've died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. The holiday, which is currently observed every year on the last Monday of May, is when many people visit cemeteries and memorials, particularly to honor those who died in military service. Many volunteers place an American flag on each grave in national cemeteries. Two other days celebrate those who serve or have served in the U.S. military. One is Veterans Day, and this celebrates the service of all U.S. military veterans, and Armed Forces Day, which is a minor U.S. remembrance celebrated earlier in May, specifically honoring those serving in the U.S. military. In 2000, Congress passed the National Moment of Remembrance Act, asking people to stop and remember at 3 p.m. on Memorial Day. On Memorial Day, the flag of the United States is raised briskly to the top of the staff and then solemnly lowered to the half-staff position, where it remains only until noon. It is then raised to full staff for the remainder of the day. Across the United States, the central event is attending one of the thousands of parades held on Memorial Day in large and small cities. Most of these feature marching bands and an overall military theme with the active duty reserve, National Guard, and veteran service members participating along with military vehicles from various wars. So he's going to talk about this today. This was a little bit more difficult for me as a spouse of someone who is currently active duty to conduct this interview, but I learned a great deal, and I know that you will as well. So please listen in as I talk with Dr. David Schoenfeldt. Welcome to our podcast for the sake of a child. My name is Tara Gleason. I'm a parent parent educator and curriculum developer and now podcast producer at the Military Child Education Coalition, and I'm your host. I'm also the spouse of an active duty Army soldier and parent to three military kids. Joining me on today's podcast is Dr. David Schoenfeld. He's the director of the National Center for School Crisis and Bereavement at the University of Southern California. Thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast, Dr. Schoenfeld. Can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your role with the MSEC and military children? Yes. Well, as you mentioned, I direct the National Center for School Crisis and Bereavement, and we coordinate the Coalition to Support Grieving Students. The Military Child Education Coalition is one of the supporting organizational members. 
So we partnered with uh, MSEC as well as with DODEA, the Department of Defense Education Activity, and TAPS, the Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors, to develop an online free module on how to support children who experience line-of-duty deaths related to the military. So I recently heard you speak at our MSEC National Training Seminar about the overall military child mental health functioning. You mentioned that military families are extremely resilient and use effective coping strategies. I also remember that you talked about how challenges of living the military lifestyle, like frequently relocations and starting new schools, may contribute to difficulty coping after death, specifically when it comes to that sense of belonging and identity associated with the military lifestyle. Can you talk more about that? Certainly. Um, as you mentioned, the military community is a very uh, strong and often quite resilient community. Um, children tend to move multiple times, um, often six to nine moves in their kindergarten to 12th grade years. And that often makes them more resilient to be able to uh, form new friendships, to adjust to new curricula and new, new settings. The problem is that when there's been a death, that often disrupts that process. And so children have to move again in many situations uh, after the death has occurred. And at that time, they may not have the same depth or number of friendships or even be as well known to the school personnel. And so at a time when they really need the support of people they can count on in their school and in their community, they may still be relatively new and the friendships may not have been as developed. And so there's one thing to be able to form a new relationship and a friendship. It's another to be able to count on a really strong and long-standing friendship and relationship to help support you through a difficult situation. So that's just one example. Um, but there are a number of different examples about how the military experience is a little bit different in terms of how children have to adjust and cope with a sudden loss of a family member. We know that most grief experiences are similar to those of other children. Some experiences, though, are distinct with unique issues unfamiliar to most outside of the military. When we are aware of these distinct issues, we can provide more effective support. What are some of those distinct issues that are, are specific to our military community? Sure. Well, one is that the deaths tend to be sudden, violent, and intentional and may occur after a long absence or multiple deployments. So those each place particular stressors on, on children. The information about the death may be somewhat unclear or it may be conflicting or incomplete, particularly when it's happened overseas, for example. And the information about and the reactions to the death are sometimes extremely public. Um, and so there may be discussion in the public media as well as in the social media about the military member's death. And that may not coincide as well with what the child, how the child views their parent or other loved one. And there may even be public reaction that be, may be critical or negative, usually related to controversy about the military action itself and not the person, but that can obviously make it quite difficult. And the public nature also means that children often have to grieve in public the funerals and other commemorative events may actually become public events that are kind of more focused on the traditions and what is done in the military as opposed to what the child and other family members might want for the funeral of someone they love. And so it may feel 
the funeral, for example, may feel more like it's actually a ceremony to grieve the loss of a member of the military more than it is to honor and remember the person that the child loved. And so grieving in public can also be a burden. So there, there are a number of characteristics that are somewhat unique for military line of duty deaths. But as you already mentioned, fundamentally, the loss of someone you care about as a family member is, is universal. And so a lot of what we know about how to support grieving children in general should still be applied to children after line of duty deaths. So for families who may be experiencing grief, and I would even venture to say even schools or teachers who may know of students who are going through grief, are there some resources out there for these families? Yes. Um, you can go to the, the website for the Coalition to Support Grieving Students, and that's just grievingstudents.org. And there you can click on a link that says Order Free Materials, um, and that will send you to a fulfillment center with a number of materials in print form that can be downloaded and or ordered free of charge. Um, it's supported by the New York Life Foundation. And that includes a booklet for parents uh, that's called After a Loved One Dies. And that can be used for parents and other adults who are supporting children who are grieving. The military um, module, that's what we refer to as kind of the collection of advice, about how to deal with a military line of duty death um, is available under the additional resources section um, of that website. Most of the material on the website is really geared to schools. It's the Coalition to Support Grieving Students. And so a lot of it would be very appropriate for whether it's classroom educators, or school mental health professionals, or school administrators, or really anyone in a school setting that can support a child. So how can our listeners find out more about your work at USC after today's podcast if they wanted to find out more information? Well, you can go to the coalition website, grievingstudents.org, and there you're going to find over 20 video-based modules um, that have accompanying print material as well as a range of other additional resources. It's all available to the general public at, at no charge. Um, you can also go to the website for the National Center for School Crisis and Bereavement, and that website is just schoolcrisiscenter.org. And there you'll find a range of additional materials and more information about our center. Um, in addition to our website, we have a Facebook page, School Crisis Org. Uh, we have a Twitter handle, at School Crisis Org. And we have a LinkedIn page for the National Center for School Crisis and Bereavement. So if you join our social media platforms, you also get um, additional updates. And those who have more information can email us at info at schoolcrisiscenter.org um, or info at grievingstudents.org. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thanks to all of our listeners for joining in. And please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Please continue listening to our after show where we're going to talk in more detail about some points that we shared on today. So I really appreciated this conversation that I had with Dr. Schoenfeld, and I did go ahead online and go into the Support for Military Line of Duty Deaths module, which we'll share down in the show notes. And I learned a great deal, and I, I felt like 
this podcast in particular and, and what he shared opened my eyes, and I've worked with military families for many years now, so I see the importance of it. I wanted to share a little bit of what he shared in that module when I went online. And it, it talks about how Memorial Day is a solemn day for military families, particularly those who have lost a loved one in the line of duty, which we know many of us have. Many families spend the day at military cemeteries, religious services, or other memorial events. And he talks to educators in particular, that's what the module's about, about being sensitive about classroom activities addressing Memorial Day or, or other patriotic calendar days. Some children who are military survivors talk about Memorial Day reports that were shared in their classes where peers describe barbecues or trips to the beach. Their own mention of a visit to a parent's grave sometimes feels uncomfortable for them or awkward. And we realize that many people don't fully understand the distinction between Memorial Day, which is a national holiday of honoring those who have died in armed forces, and Veterans Day, which is a national day of honoring all who have served in the armed forces. Students who've experienced a military line of duty death of a family member, they might be particularly sensitive to this distinction. And I would venture to say not even just the children, even other members of the family as well. So we as a community and schools should be conscious of this when we plan events or even when we hold discussions related to Memorial Day to be sure that the unique purpose of this holiday is clearly conveyed. And that's one thing we were hoping to accomplish with this podcast today. Survivors of line of duty deaths often experience an anniversary effect during May, both on the anniversary of the actual death and during Memorial Day events. So they're reminded of the death and often revisit the intense grief of that time. So that was also helpful to me to keep in mind when this time of year comes around and you are either offering support to those who are in this circumstance or if you are in this circumstance yourself to just understand that you're not alone in that. So thank you again for listening today and hopefully you have the opportunity to remember those who served in your own way. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.